welcome to another episode of downtown hell today's guest we have brandon from the bumpin uglies we sit down we talk his musical influences weed and tequila and his local scene enjoy all right welcome back to another episode uh today um i have pretty like one of my favorite bands dude in all honesty right now i'm bumping their stuff like all the time uh i have the lead singer of introduce yourself sir uh it's brandon hardesty from the bumping uglies here man how you doing man thank you for coming on i'm good man i feel refreshed i got a nice night's sleep i got a shower got a whole bunch of coffee in my belly like <laughs> life is good man always the coffee right yeah man i'm i i mainline caffeine dude like like pretty much all day every day either coffee alcohol or weed i think i think those are always like the three things that people are just like i need one of these to get through the day <laughs> yeah man it's always a weird day if you, if, you, if you try to cut all three of those out you know usually like i'll cut like two of them out at a time and then you leave heavily lean heavily on the other right. <laughs> you know you, yeah, you that, go off all three you know you start scratching your neck aggressively and shit <laughs> yeah man we're, we're like that in the studio man where it's like we have everything in the fridge where it's either it's either coffee Water or eighteen hundred? No, those are your choices. Ooh, wait! Hell yeah! Today we're doing Casamigos, though. Okay, <laughs> it's called motivation, man. You gotta, you gotta get motivated before you do these interviews, man. Because sometimes we were just talking about having a margarita day on the tour. Oh my god, that would be very awesome. Can we come film that? Like, can you- <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I gotta warn you. I'm, I'm really aggressive with my margarita making. Like, I, I I'm like, I feel like. I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in um, just Americans in general fucking up margaritas uh, <laughs> because like margaritas are essentially like like Mexico's martini you know what I mean like it's not supposed to have all that sour mix and shit in it it's supposed <laughs> to just mostly be tequila and lime juice yeah fuck yeah exactly. man exactly thank you very much I love that right there because I I love to taste alcohol in my drinks I don't like when my drinks yeah, man. too fruity I need to. The alcohol taste. What's your drink of choice, yeah. man? If anything, I mean, usually these days I'm I'm, I'm into like um, I like Mexican lagers a lot. Oh, dope, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah, because it's always Modelo time here anyway, so it's all, it's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, man. But you know what? I uh I stumbled upon you guys. I don't know who I was listening to. I think it was uh, I want to say Damian Marley, and okay, um, they just you know when you hit a when you hit like i guess uh you know artist radio or whatever that you guys popped up and you know i heard uh serving i think it was called and uh it, it was just great you just you guys talking about you know uh being you know just paying your dues and just trying to hold on to you know the dream if anything i, I thought that was very powerful yeah man you know it's, i think it's it's a, a message that's applicable to most most paths in life, you know, the respectable ones at least, or it's just a matter of working for what you want. How did you guys get started? Um, well, it's, it's been like, so I got personally started doing all this. Um, I was waiting tables. <laughs> I was waiting tables at a, a, a restaurant gig in Annapolis, Maryland, where I'm from. I worked there for about 10 years, like right after, right out of college or right, right, rather right out of high school until, I was about 28, um, and I, I, you know, I, I played guitar. I'd never really written songs or anything, but um, I'd never been in a band. But my manager 
was uh he played bass and we had an open mic night at the restaurant and i would play like like wonderwall and like say it ain't so and like other cover songs Damn. and um you know he eventually was just like yeah let's start a band and i was like all right that could be fun and he had all the gear and shit so we started just playing like bar gigs around town playing covers and stuff and i you know i I started messing around with songwriting and I, I'd always been into writing. Like I, you know, I I was initially like, I'd, I'd played around with the idea of like being a journalist or something like that. Oh really? Um, you know, I just, I'd always really enjoyed writing. Um, Mm. uh, but yeah, man, I started writing songs and that was it, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I linked up with, with Wolfie, like my bass player Mm -hmm. at another open mic in Annapolis. Um, and he, you know, joined the band. That's when we started touring. Um, we met TJ, uh, our current drummer. He was playing with a band called the Maulers out of Pennsylvania. We did some tour dates with them, just kind of on the same circuit. His band fell apart. We needed a drummer, so we joined the band. And then we met Chad kind of in the same situation. He was playing in a band out of Pennsylvania. We played a few shows together. And eventually, we were looking to bring on a a keyboard player who was a multi-instrumentalist and he was into it. So, you know, he joined the band and, been, you know, wow. it's been a fucking long road of, of, of gigs over the last 10 years, just gigs and, and recording, you know? <laughs> wow. 10 years. And like within those 10 years, where are, cause like, I love how you say like, yo, I just fell into it. I feel like, um, things when you just fall into are always the things that are meant for you. But even with that being said, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of issues, a lot of hardships. What are some of the um, difficult things that you went through as far as, like, you know, pursuing a career in music? I guess, like, doing it the way that we wanted to do it, the way that I wanted to do it was really difficult. Like, for starters, because it's all self-financed, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have anyone investing on us, you know, like, all the money we made to buy, like, you know, our van and our gear and studio time and everything, you know, it was all made from, like, playing gigs, you know? So, like, playing original music off the jump doesn't really pay, you don't really make any money on it, you know, until you have people that are willing to buy tickets to see you, which is not, like, you know, that doesn't happen immediately. So, like, we played, you know, our our main source of income for a long time was just playing bar gigs, you know, like setting up a PA, playing three or four hours and just, you know, making money and then reinvesting that money. Um, So, you know, there was no money for like personally for about like five years besides like, you know, 50 bucks here, hundred bucks there. Um, you know, like I bought, like when I started the band, like I was selling weed at the time and like, I had like, I, I stopped selling weed like right around the time I started the band and I took my money that I would re up with and I bought a PA. <laughs> That's sick, man. <laughs> so like, just like <clears throat> fucking, you know, so that, that was really, really hard. It was like, you know, like trying to just find the money to do it. And then like, on top of it like finding the right people to work with what's like not even like like band members is one thing but then like business shit is another man like there's just like a lot of scummy people in the music industry like you know like and people like just i mean not maybe scummy is the wrong word but like people who don't necessarily have the same like uh kind of i guess like values that that i have and you know collectively like we have as a group no we hear you yeah like we're not like we're not, we're not out there trying to be like the pretty band. You know what I mean? We're just trying to go out and like play music the way that we want to play it and do the shit that we want to do. You know what I mean? Like we're not trying to like, we're not trying to do anything other than just do what we do. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, 
a lot of people in the music business are like focused more on success than actually doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? Whereas like our whole philosophy is trying to make what we do succeed as opposed to like do something to succeed. Does, does that make sense? No, yeah. yeah, totally. It's all about the art for you guys. And that, that's, that's a great uh, motivational factor. I mean, in the beginning, I mean, what kept you motivated though? Like, cause obviously it was just one of those things. Like you said, you had to re up and, you know, really just invest this whole thing. <laughs> it's all about the re up. It's all about the re up. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you, you do have your trials and tribulations. Like what kept you motivated? Like you, you obviously see a bigger picture. Well, for me, it was like in the beginning, it's like, I've been doing it for so long. So I'm kind of detached from this feeling. But like when I started playing music and like writing songs, it was the first time I'd, I'd ever felt like, that I was doing something that, that like made sense for me that like, you know, gave me kind of like a sense of purpose. Like oh, before wow. that, I, you know, it's like, you know, like, you, you know, you like, I feel like 16 to 20 are for crazy years for anyone's life where you get that like existential crisis of like transitioning from, That's from a child into an adult and, you know, you're trying to find your place in the world and, you know, you have your parents telling you what they think you should do. And then you have society telling you what it wants you to do. And you're just trying to find what you, what you want to do, you know? And I, I never, I didn't know, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do. That's why I started working a restaurant job because I, you know, I wasn't really cut out for college and, um, I, you know, I, I didn't have any, you know, I wasn't going to trade school. I, honestly, I wish I would have gone to trade school instead of like, really? <laughs> but that, that, that's a whole not, that's a whole other subject. But like, I mean, um, but yeah, you know, I started playing music and it was that first time I was like, wow, man, I'm good at this and I like doing it and I could make this work if I, if I, if I work hard enough at it. So like in the beginning, that was like, that's what really kept me going was just that it was like, it was something worth doing that I, you know, I wanted to work at. Definitely. Um, so I have a question, uh, just because you opened up this door and I love that you said like, yo, straight up, like I used to slang, you know, I used to do my thing. Um, I come from more of a hip hop background personally. And our belief on our side is always, if you could sell drugs, you could run a multi-million dollar business, you know? It's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's all about, <laughs> you know, knowing the network, like you said, finding the right people to be around and progressing yourself and reinvesting. Um, did any of the things that you learned from doing that, does that affect the way that you handle business now? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, well, so, like, I never really had any, like, like aspirations of, of like, like fucking selling pot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, just, I just figured out how, like, I, I, that was like one thing I figured out. I, like, I could make money off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, and then I, because there was like the means were there. I had friends that were like doing it, so I could get like cheap, like quarter pounds. You know what I mean? And then I would just flip it and fucking get another one and flip it and like whatever. For like, <laughs> I mean, it definitely like. I, you know, I, I do think I remember specifically when I started doing that, I was like, it was the first time I was like, damn, okay, you can make money off this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, because like, it's like something about like setting the price for something. And then like, you know what I mean? I guess that was the first time that I, I'd ever really encountered anything where it's like, okay, you're paying this amount of money for something, but then you set the price for other people and then you, you have a profit off of that. So it's like, you know, you have inventory. Like, yeah, I guess I did learn a lot about like inventory and then and then goods sold. <laughs> but it's it's different. It was different than than the music because, like I said, I was never there was never any like aspirations of doing anything like long term with that. It was just so I never 
like a big part of like what we do is like reinvesting money, like reinvesting profit. Whereas with that, it was just like, all right, cool. I made some money off. This. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the money. <laughs> Seriously. Who are your like musical influences? Cause I, I hear you. I, I hear you guys. And it's just like, you guys are so, you guys are everywhere. And like, but growing up, who are you listening to? And who are you listening to now? Like what, what kind of influence do you have musically? As far as records, I mean, gr- growing up, like my first CD that I ever had, like I was born in '86, so like I, I, I'm like a product of the '90s. So like I was like, I loved like like Third Eye Blind and like Blink One Eighty Two. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, like my parents, my dad is like he's a country boy, so like Johnny Cash is always okay. around. Um, my mom, like you know, the Beatles and and um, the Beach Boys, the classic rock kind of like stuff. Uh, you know, I was, like, like, growing up, and then, like, I started getting into, like, you know, I got into Sublime around the time I started smoking weed, really. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like, a huge, that was huge for me. I was really into Sublime. Like, I feel like Sublime really, like, captures that, like, that period of, that I was kind of just talking about, that, like, existential period of, like, finding yourself, you know? There was, like, a lot of the things that Bradley wrote about. But um, that was that was a big thing for me. I, you know, I probably fucking loved 90s rap like was my shit like really um, <laughs> oh my god yeah that's like a, a big influence for me is as a, how I write lyrics is like 90s rap um, and then like I'm really into like Americana and singer songwriters so I kind of like both of those genres are very based around telling stories which is like something that I like to do yeah you can hear it um, in the music man it's like everything in there there's always a story like you, you guys are well structured you know the influence from anything from like just the horns and stuff it, it's just it sounds so great um to me it was like when i heard it i was all like you know this kind of sounds like some early sublime but then at the same time there's so much other stuff in there like i could totally see all those influences in there you know even when you're just kind of like freestyling and it's just like or you're going off the dome you know it, it's fucking it's great um it's one of those things where it's like i told my partner i was like dude i'm glad i i caught these guys when i did because i was like you know early yeah yeah well not so early but it was just because you guys got some traction obviously you guys got you know 10 years in the game or whatever but the thing is it's like i I caught you guys and i'm like this is this is golden man and it's like i just you know what's next for you guys i mean dude we're just gonna fucking keep going man we're gonna just keep doing what we're doing like we're going to wrap up this tour. This is like our first kind of like proper, you know, we've been out to the West coast like a, a dozen times, but mm-hmm. like, you know, this is our first time doing a proper, proper like headlining tour and all ticketed venues and it's going really, really well. So like ideally, you know, like we're, we're going to get, get off this tour and we're going to try and submit to support like a bigger tour. Like, you know, like something with like slightly stupid or revolution or, you know, like fucking, you know, stick figure or something like that would be rad. That would be sick. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, we're not going to sit around and wait for that either, you know? Like, we're going to go home and probably hit the studio again, record some more music, because we've got a whole bunch of new songs written. Um, we're putting on our first festival in June called Weekend really? at Wolfies, Whoa. which I'm super stoked on. Congratulations. Yeah, man. It's like, thanks, man. It's, it, was, it was a daunting, daunting task to undertake, but it's, it's, it's looking, it's shaping up really good, man. Like, ticket sales have been cool, and, a lot of excitement about it so excited to get back and do that and just kind of continue like you know just building our essentially just building our own house you know one floor at a time <laughs> that's sick though like you're a festival like that the whole booking process i would imagine is kind of ta- can be taxing but like out of your area like who do you feel is you know 
on the come up or who do you, who are you feeling out in your area as far as bands are concerned? Uh, I mean, like our homies, like our main homies doing all this is just this, this band called Tropodelic out of Ohio. It's like kind of like our brother band and they're, they're, they're popping off like a motherfucker putting the work in for sure. Damn. Um, love those guys. Is it like my, my, my homie, my brother, Joey Harkham, um, from the band Pasadena. He's, he's, Torn under his own name, Joey Harkham. He's one of the best songwriters out there. He's killing it out there, putting in the work. Uh, it's just band joint operation out of Maryland. We're from, you know, they're they're new and green, but they're hungry as fuck, and they're out there putting in the work. But cool cats right there for sure. Damn. So uh, honestly, like, what do you feel you can give to the youth right now as far as advice if they want to get started in what you're doing? Um, well, I mean, I'd say like the best thing you can do, once, like have a backup plan, you know, <laughs> like, 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 like once again, like I, like I said, I wish I'd gone to trade school. If I could, if I had like a skill, if I could, if I had like carpentry skills under my belt, it would be so rad to be able to just like pick up work doing carpentry shit when I was home or like whatever. That's really good for starters. And then second, just like, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. You know, like if you're, if you're trying to play music to make money, like there's way easier ways to make money. You know what I mean? Like play music to have fun. And if you want to do it for a living, then just be prepared to hustle and, and you got to work harder than everybody else is, is really ultimately what it comes down to. That's very true. And speaking of having fun, like I'm looking at this, this album cover, this EP cover for buzz. And where are you guys getting your inspiration for these covers? Cause these are fucking amazing. Like I would love to have stuff like this hanging up on my wall. Like, Seriously? As a painting. <laughs> like I like, I like Seriously. art. So it's amazing. That was actually like that was it was like so we had the idea for that we were just gonna call it Buzz, which is the name of the track on the record. But then like Chad, our, our keyboard and guitar player, he knew the artist and he like really liked his style. And um, we you know we just gave him a few ideas and the dude just went crazy with it and really killed it. Yes, uh, definitely keep this person on your team. Yeah, because um, I'm even looking at this other one for Grind. And, like, you know, that cover and everything. Like, all of these are sick as fuck. Like, I don't even know if they're Seriously. the same person. But, you know, all of these are sick as fuck, honestly. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So. Yeah, they got a solid team. We stumbled upon some hustlers, man. Like, really? these, these guys, are, <laughs> these guys are here, out here, man, are killing it, bro. Like, we really got to make a show. I think, aren't you guys in, going to San Diego or something? Like, you guys got a, a tour date in San Diego, don't you? Or something around there? Yeah, we're, we're at the House of Blues next uh I think Thursday, maybe Friday. I think probably actually, yeah, I think it's Friday. That's sick. Man. Yeah. Oh my working, God. working, working, just grinding. <laughs> love Sandy. Love San Diego, man. They get that Nico's burrito. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> man, fucked, bro. that would definitely be the place. Like if I was to ever have a perfect place to live in, it would be San Diego, but they don't have an entertainment industry out there. So doesn't yeah. work <laughs> yeah man damn you know honesty bro like we want to thank you for coming on you know i know it's kind of like you know you have a busy busy schedule and you know you know we just want to thank you dude and you know whenever you guys want to come through and like do your thing over here smoke drink or whatever the fuck you know the door's always open hell yeah man i appreciate the hospitality yeah no worries dude thank you guys and you know i wish you nothing but the best man thank you for coming on man and you know thank you guys for listening and uh, be sure to check them out on tour and wherever they may be, man, because there's some fucking hustlers, man. Thank you for listening. Later. Sir. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Later, man. Late. See ya. 
thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Brandon for calling in, Pierre Connolly for keeping me tight on the boards and co-hosting, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Downtown Hope.